Welcome to the Guidance with Grace podcast. My name is Grace, a personal trainer and nutrition coach in college recreation and wellness here at Columbus State Community College. I'm here to bring you the facts about current health and wellness trends and clear up any and all misunderstandings about various health and wellness topics. Along with expert guests, my goal is to help you discover what wellness means to you and help you make informed decisions during your health and wellness journey. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Guidance with Grace. I am Grace, and today's episode is all about vitamin D. And I wanted to name this episode specifically vitamin defense, mainly because it's a really big, it plays a, a large role in whether or not you have like a strong immune system, uh, to put it simply. Uh, a lot of the times people think like vitamin C um, or, you know, things like that to kind of help them from getting, prevent them from getting sick. Uh, but vitamin D is another uh, key component to how your immune health really operates. And um, Don and I, Don Lobenthal, you are here today to kind of help me dissect this a little bit and kind of talk about it. You and I are both very passionate about um, vitamin D as a, as a key role in our immune health. Mm-hmm. So welcome back. Well, thank you. Glad <laughs> to be back. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this one too, because um, one of the reasons that this podcast came about was to kind of debunk myths or clear up the air about things and really just focus on the facts. And then from there, our listeners um, and our students at Columbus State can make the best decision for them when it comes to their health and what they choose to do, given the facts. So we're here to present the facts. Um, So vitamin D, there's kind of two major types, vitamin D2 and vitamin D3. Can you kind of talk about the differences between the two and maybe where you would get them from, things like that? Sure. So vitamin D2 is what we, it's the, it's the vitamin D type that we commonly get through the foods that we eat. Um, now, the, the problem with that is we don't all assimilate vitamin D the same way. Some people have a lot of trouble absorbing it, having the body converted into the physiologically active form of vitamin D. Whereas vitamin D3 comes from sunlight and the vitamins we take. And the vitamins these days have been designed to absorb into your system. And, you know, I just talked for a minute about the oil that they're often, they often come, you know, the vitamin D comes in an oil and that's because it's a fat soluble vitamin, which helps it move into the body and uh, become physiologically active. And what I mean by that is if a vitamin doesn't become physiologically active, it simply just passes through the system. Whereas if it becomes active, now it does the job that it's supposed to do or Mm -hmm. the multiple jobs that it's supposed to do. Right. And that's why I've always been a big proponent on eating as many whole foods as you can, because nature's kind of perfect in that sense. Like the food that we eat, if you focus on whole foods and less processed foods, the processed foods often take out the things that help food and and nutrients absorb into your body. So whole food sources are really the best way to get your vitamins and eating a variety of foods can certainly uh, kind of complete the puzzle in a way. A variety of foods, not just within a day, but within a week and so on. So um, 
I personally, my favorite food source is salmon for like a good source of vitamin D. And then you get so much more with it. You get, because it's fat soluble, you know, it has the healthy fats, but the healthy fats are another reason I eat the the salmon. Like a lot of people just look at things for macronutrient content. So don't forget that your food actually has a lot of really great micronutrient, uh, you know, vitamins and minerals. So absolutely. And, um, It's often said, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this has heard this, but food is medicine. It is. A medicine should be something that helps your body naturally be healthy, not something that corrects a problem but doesn't fix the issue, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. For example, treating pain but not fixing the issue. Right. Why is the pain happening? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what they did for centuries, (laughs) you know, before we had the technology and the science behind what we have as medicine in America and, you know, the prescribed, um, pills and whatnot, food can often do that. Um, but it takes a little bit more work and and a little bit more effort and not just, you know, like figuring out what you're going to eat, but like also preparing it and being knowledgeable about the foods that you eat. So, um, uh, so one thing I, I did want to kind of mention is like all of the scientific terms. And I think when you're buying supplements, cause you had, you said like, you know, vitamin D3 is, you know, either sunlight or, you know, vitamins that you take. Um, so what might somebody see on a label if they're looking to like some of them obviously say vitamin D3, mm-hmm. um, but you might see other combinations of vitamin D in um, in other supplements. So, for example, my my supplement, which I think we're going to hit on here in a moment, um, has the vitamin K complex to help with absorption in the body. So what might somebody see on a label? So a lot of times if you're looking at a vitamin D supplement, if you see... Um Ergo calciferol or calciferol, whichever way you want to pronounce that, that's vitamin D2. Nothing wrong with taking that, but um, it's probably not as potent as vitamin D3, which is calciferol. And I'll spell it here, C-H-O-L-E-C-A-L-C-I-F-E-R-O-L. R-O-L. So it's a big word. but <laughs> You passed the spelling bee. I, I passed the spelling bee only because I had notes. Yeah. Um, but that's a term that you probably want to look for in a vitamin D supplement. If you, D3 is going to quickly convert into the physiologically active form of vitamin D in the body. So it's going to start to do the job that it's there to do. And you mentioned K2. Um, let me see if I get this word. I, 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 I can never pronounce this word. It's one of those words like when I was a kid, I couldn't say refrigerator. Oh, yeah. Um, Menaquinone. <laughs> um, there you go. It is that's vitamin K two. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you eat kimchi and foods that are fermented, then you get a lot of this. Mm. But a lot of us don't eat that. So the vitamin K two, I've often heard it called the traffic cop of vitamin D. So the issue that people have, your physician will talk about, and rightly so. If you it, it, because vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, it stays in your system longer. Now, the problem with us Ohioans and those of us who live in West Virginia, Indiana, <laughs> we don't get a lot of sun. Nope. Especially this time of the year. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a lot of vitamin D in our system. But the issue that people are concerned about is vitamin D toxicity, mm-hmm. which causes calcium levels to spike, which causes calcification in the arteries and the soft tissues. That's very rare. Mm-hmm. And if you take vitamin K2, it directs the vitamin D into the bone, 
rather than into the soft tissues. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we all know vitamin D is a big part of bone structure and, and things like that, but it's also a, plays a huge role in the immune system. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's in the wintertime, when it's cold flu season, all the different viruses, this is the time to take your vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, um, I remember asking and actually saw, so my, my doctor is my son's doctor. We have a family doctor and he was saying like, you know, is he still taking vitamin D? And I'm like, yeah, he was like, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, as, as much as it's, um, you know, kind of just like a supplement, like there's a, there's a lot of backing to how good it is for you. Um, cause I'm not like the biggest person on taking supplements just because I'm also really bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's like the one that I, I try not to ever miss a day, uh, because it is, it's, it's a very essential function of our immune system, especially like you said, where you don't have that sunlight exposure. And if we're outside, it's short term in the winter. And mm -hmm. even if we are, we're off and covered from head to toe except for our face um so you're really just not getting a lot of opportunity to absorb it so yeah and if you use sunscreen you block yeah. it yeah so mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's the other issue mm -hmm. um and i i did read somewhere when i was kind of looking up on this is that often you can't even really find vitamin d2 available um and often you can like if you actually need it your doctor would probably prescribe whatever you need yeah. um so you're not as likely to find come across that um when you are looking for a supplement to take yeah um so you said vitamin d of course helps with bone structure um and i instantaneously correlate that with my immune system because of you know the lymphatic system and your white blood cells and stuff, it goes through your bones. Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, do you have any other insight on kind of like how it's actually helping our immune system at all? So it, a lot of the studies reveal that when your vitamin D levels are where they should be, your T cells, the special white blood cells, those leukocytes that identify and attack and kill pathogens, uh, they're much more active. Mm -hmm. um, in individuals with low vitamin D levels, the T cells aren't nearly as active. And that means your immune system is down. It's not functioning the way it should be. The other thing that vitamin D has been found to do is there are cells in the body called Th1 cells that lead to inflammation. And vitamin D suppresses those cells and activates Th2 cells, which help fight uh, pathogens. Mm -hmm. And so we all know that inflammation especially in our our culture with our poor diets, our lack of physical activity, our high stress levels, things like that, mm -hmm. is a big problem. Viruses love to attack inflammation. They go right after it. Um, and so the more we can suppress the inflammation and keep our immune system active, the better off we are. And that's we're finding out that's what vitamin D does. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's like a little magic supplement or magic vitamin, I guess you could say. Yeah. And what's amazing is when I was in college, they told us never to take it because no way. they said it was fat soluble and it would lead to toxic levels of calcium and you would die. Literally. I mean, I, I remember sitting in a nutrition class and being told that. And I thought that's kind of weird because it's all over in dairy. They advertise it, you know, like vitamin yeah. D, vitamin D milk. You know? Yeah. I wonder why they said that. I also, you know, I, I can't help but think, is it just kind of an advancement that we've made in the last couple decades to like, we know more versus 
was that just kind of like a myth? We knew, but it was a myth. I think it's a lot of like a lot of things that med- the medical community is kind of backed into a corner. They have to try to do their best to protect their their customers. Mm. And so the thought was, if vitamin D builds up, there is this hypercalcemia, this this uh, excess levels of calcium. But it's, it was extremely rare. And what had happened, I think, was somebody got a hold of that, mm. and then it became. I call it urban legend, you know, or <laughs> too much vitamin D and you're going to have yeah. this. And it, it's it, it, incredibly rare to see something like that, mm-hmm. um, especially these days. We now, now it's the, we're on the flip side of that coin. Take mm-hmm. your vitamin D. Yeah. Especially with the, with the pandemic, I think a lot of people are maybe reevaluating or maybe just keeping an open mind about how they can be healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so certainly taking a supplement can assist uh but you know eating foods you know like salmon uh to kind of boost all of that because salmon doesn't just have vitamin d and the the healthy fats it has so much more um so are there any specific research studies that i can link to this episode that you can share uh for people to kind of do more of their own research because as much as we present the facts we also encourage you guys as listeners to do your own research. So if, if anybody wanted to kind of look into stuff, do you have a couple that I can share? There's, there's one that if you just type in the Finnish study and then put di- vitamin D in that, the Finnish study with vitamin D, Finnish being the, the it was the Finnish army, army okay. Finland. Okay. Um, they did a study, I think it was on 800 soldiers, if I'm not mistaken. And they, they put them into two, two groups, those with low vitamin D levels and those with normal to high vitamin D levels. When I say high, I don't mean excessive. I mean higher than, slightly higher than normal. Mm -hmm. The group that had normal to high levels was very seldom ever sick. And when they did catch something, they very seldom kept it for very long. They were able to get right back on their feet in no time and get back in action. Whereas the group that had the low vitamin D levels missed tons of time due to illness, was sick Mm. much more frequently. And so that was one of the landmark studies that kind of started the snowball effect and researching vitamin D and saying, hey, let's take a look at this because we had healthy young males and this showed that those who had normal vitamin D levels were extremely healthy. Those who didn't, not so healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, a lot of research studies now are coming out. And all I can say is I, I looked through a number of them. You have to be careful which ones you read, but... Um, there's some coming out of Italy. The Italians did a lot of mm. research with vitamin D due to COVID because they got hit really hard. And what they discovered, and I, I can't remember the, the, the particular study, but they discovered that patients with normal vitamin D levels had positive COVID outcomes. Patients with lower than normal vitamin D levels had negative COVID outcomes. And it was almost straight across the board. Mm-hmm. And so they immediately began to say, hey, vitamin D is something we really have to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we find all of the details for this, the studies guys, we will definitely link them in the description, uh, so that you guys can do your own reading, um, reading and comprehension. Cause I think, you know, somebody can read the same thing mm-hmm. and it can just, it totally hits different for another person. So, um, we want to ma- make sure that we share those, uh, resources with you guys. Um, is there anything else that you had that you wanted to share? Cause my last thought with all of this is we aren't doctors. <laughs> yeah. And so as much as we are presenting the facts, we don't know what you're as a listener, your current 
health situation is or what your lifestyle is like, um, you know, or what your environment is like, like, you know, and what's available to you. So it is important to talk with a physician if you have a, a like a primary care provider. Um, I, I do encourage you to reach out to them if you're considering taking a vitamin D supplement because, you know, you just want to make sure that you're on the same page because we also don't know if you're taking medications or anything like that. So that's my, my wrap up. My, my last thought is just double check with your, with your doctor or your healthcare professional, um, to make sure that they know yeah. that you're thinking about doing this. And, and you can ask them for a simple blood test. I know when I went in for a routine physical, uh, that everything was fine, but my vitamin D levels were low. And the doctor mm. said immediately, start taking vitamin D. He said, in a, yeah. he said, you might not notice much for a couple of weeks. I literally noticed a change in a couple of days that my energy wow. levels had significantly increased. And so I had two things going against me. As you know, I work in a basement all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, never see the sun. And the other is I'm older. And so mm. as a result, vitamin D levels are naturally tough to sustain. Yeah. So, yeah, simple blood test. Tell yeah. You, tell you the truth. Yes. Yeah. Very good idea. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. This was, this was fun. I could talk about immune system health and I could talk about this all day, which is why I have a podcast. Right. <laughs> all right. That's all for now. Thanks for listening guys. <laughs>